These new technologies like ChatGPT are now taking over human jobs. The best advice you can give to parents out there who want their children to be prepared for all this change. The world will have a shortage of 80 million professionals. If you want to invest in AI, in what shall you invest? Welcome to Tech Thursdays, Prof. Alexei Dingley. I'm so honored to have you on our podcast. This is the third episode of this podcast. And at the moment, everybody is talking about a huge subject, something so big that it's going to take over everything. It's the end of the world. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this is AI. It's the air of AI kind of thing. Everybody's talking about it, even the World, the world Economic Forum. Um, it was the biggest topic there this year. Uh, Prof. Alexei Dingley, first of all, most of the people now know who you, who, who you are because of Shark Tank, but for anyone there who doesn't know who you are. Okay, so um, thank you, Matthew, for the invite. It's my pleasure to be here with you talking about AI. So I'm Alexei Dingley. Um, I've been working in AI for the past 20, 23 years now. Um, uh, I was sort of lucky that, you know, back then when I was still a student, I could actually choose AI as one of the topics. Um, after my, I, I pursued my first degree, I went to the United Kingdom um, to, to read my doctorate. Um, when I finished my doctorate, which was also in AI, I came back and started working in Malta. Um, I remember at the time, even though, you know, there was a boom in ICT, um, AI wasn't really that sexy at the time, so <laughs> I had quite some problems to, to find a job, actually. Um, but then there was an opening at university after a few years, so I moved over to university, where I could, you know, pursue my career, um, I could do my research, and also um, interact with people and, and organizations to help them in the digital transformation using AI. So it's impressive to hear you say that you've been working in AI for 23 years. Many people, as we were saying before, think that AI is something of last year. ChatGPT launched and AI started. AI came into this world. No, it's no. been there so for, <laughs> yes. for how many years? Actually, um, you know, it, it, things really started um, around the Second World War. Oh, wow. um, when the famous um, British mathematician Alan Turing um, actually decided to, you know, build this huge calculator, which at the time was was known as the Colossus, and thanks to the Colossus and the analysis of uh, of data from the Enigma machine, um, the Allies managed to decode um, the exact time and location of the attacks of the Axis. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, that gave them a massive um, a massive advantage over the enemies. And it is said that because of this, uh, these calculations, um, the Allies managed to win the war two years before. It oh, had to wow. So you can imagine the amount of people that were actually saved by that. Um, so, you know, after the Second World War, people were thinking and saying, but what else could we do with, with these machines? And in fact, this led to a famous workshop. We call it the, it's called the Dartmouth Workshop, mm -hmm. which happened in 1956 whereby uh, a number of professors got together and decided to tackle the issue of computing together with intelligence. All right. Okay. And it was actually at that workshop that the, the term artificial intelligence was coined. Yes. All right. um, and, you know, when they left the workshop, everybody left with different ideas and, and new things they need to explore. And that is how the field of AI really, really got started. So what happened was that um, at the time there was the famous Cold War. 
No, the, the West were getting quite a number of Russian documents and they need to translate them pretty quickly, um, but they didn't have enough people to do that. So they decided to use AI for that. And they actually create these, created these AI algorithms for machine translation. So you give it a Russian document and you get the, the, the English translation of it. All right. Now, the, the funny thing, this is an anecdote, okay? So I'm not sure if it happened, but, but it's a famous anecdote in, a, in AI. Um, the funny thing is that they gave it a verse from the, vibe, the Bible, um, which says, um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And when it got translated um, from the Russian to the English version, the translation was, um, the vodka is good, but the meat is rotten. <laughs> but <laughs> which, what do you mean? The computer did that? So, yes, yeah. yes, because it was a literal translation. All right. No, you can't all right, literally right, translate text right, between right. one language so and the other. So this exactly is not what today we're calling hallucination. No, no, it's no, not, no, 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 it's no, different. It was a yes. mistake. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. It was later. a mistake, it was yeah. a mistake, yes. Um, uh, and that led to what we call the first AI winter. All right. So what it actually means is that, you know, the money drained, nobody uh -huh. wanted to fund AI. So, so the poor researchers were, were doing research in the labs. Interesting. Um, this led to another build-up in, uh -huh. in the 80s. It was the time of what were known as expert systems. Okay, so imagine you have a doctor um, and, you know, the doctor might leave you, he might die or whatever. So you get the knowledge of that doctor. Yeah. You, you input it in a machine and then you All start right. asking the machine. Once again, it was very popular, but uh, the technology reached a plateau. We couldn't go beyond um, a certain level mm -hmm. of, of accuracy. So once again, we had the second AI winter. And why do you think was that? Because it, it was it was only a matter of um, uh, lack of technology. Uh -huh. So the technology wasn't mature enough, enough yeah. and also lack of physical hardware as well. All right. Remember, at the time we were talking about 64K computers. No, I mean, of course. Today, of course. <laughs> no, not even uh, a mobile has 64K. I mean, though I'm hearing rumors that mm -hmm. Uh, even though Apple, everybody thinks that Apple is falling behind um, in AI, I heard a rumor where uh, in which Apple are actually building AI into these. I mean, I'm, I'm sure about that. <laughs> no, it's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. Oh, anymore. No, no. There's a word for it. I forgot that. Uh, so rather than searching on the Internet kind mm -hmm. of thing. They do the, 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 all the homework themselves. Right, what it happens I, what in the can, device. What I can tell you is that um, Apple have been researching what they call the, the neural chips. No? So what, what this means is that um, these chips have a particular kind of AI directly on them. Mm -hmm. okay? They're called neural chips because they're based upon um, how the brain is structured. Yeah. Okay? And in fact, all, all Apple, Apple uh, processors um, especially, you know, the Apple Silicon work, they're, they're based upon this neural, neural chips idea. Um, so the idea is that if you uh, place an AI program on these chips, it will run much, much faster. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, it's hardware-based. Um, now, the, the next phase, and what we've seen in these past few years, was the rise of the large language models, not like ChatGPT exactly. and other technologies. Um, of course, the problem with those models is that they're big. No? And uh, a lot of researchers have been asking themselves, but, you know, is... is Bigger, better, mm -hmm. no? Because mm -hmm. what OpenAI has been doing is practically creating even larger models. Mm -hmm. I mean, just just to give you um, an idea, the previous models, GPT-3 or whatever, they're roughly around 180 million parameters, which is Oof, massive. All right. All okay? right. Um, uh, not non-official statistics say that GPT-4, the, the the version yeah. after, has reached around 100 trillion parameters. Ooh. So can you imagine all those zeros? And when we say uh, parameters, etc., etc., models, we're talking about data, huge yes, amounts exactly. of data collected. I, I think you, can, you can think of them as, for example, words. No, 
Yeah. Imagine one of them was trained on 180 million words. All right. Yeah, they're on 100 trillion words. Makes okay? sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're not exactly words of a technical, but but really? to simplify things, that's, it. that's, um, it. that's what, it, what it is. So, so, you know, people are asking, but is bigger better? Because when it's bigger, you need more processing power, you need better processors. So, so there's a cost to it that's as true. well. Um, and that is why there's a lot of research, back to what you said, of placing these models on, on, on our mobile devices. But we need to, to, to shrink them now. Uh-huh. We can't have uh-huh. those big models on our devices, but we still want the power. So, so uh, there's a lot of research going on in that direction. And can that model on a device be updated still? Yes. All yes. right. Yes. Very, I mean, you have access to the internet, so they can keep on learning, 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 Ara. getting better. Yes. Um, today we're talking about these models. The the truth is that um, you know, in a few years' time, we'll be talking about agents. So this is the precursor of agents. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are agents? Um, so agents are software programs. Okay. But they have some specific properties. For example, an agent can um, take decisions. Has autonomy. Right. So the agent can decide to do a particular action. Um, simple example, um, you, you, you go to bed at night, no? Um, the agent notices that um, it's a rainy day and decides not to open the window for you. So uh-huh. the agent took uh-huh. the decision for you. All right. Okay? All right. Um, now, this, of course, it's a very simple example. Uh-huh. Um, another property of agents is that they can move from one device to another on their own. Okay, so imagine, um, Matthew, you want to book a holiday, no? So what do you do? Today you go online, you, you find the, yeah. the, the specs, you select what you prefer, etc., etc. Um, in the future, and it's not a very far future, the agent will actually ask you for specific information. Mm-hmm. It will go, it will speak with other agents, so it will speak with the travel agent, it will speak to transport companies, agents. With no humans behind no them, humans this, behind, huh? or no. computers. It's as if you send you an assistant to do this job for Interesting. you. Interesting, all right, no? and gets and you the best prices and, and stuff. You everything, yes, and you, you just confirm it. Oh, wow. So, so, so this is what we're heading towards. Wow. It's and how do you know that it's the best deal kind of thing, with your best preference? <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Because remember, one of one also one of, also one of the, the properties which we push a lot is what we called XAI. Mm-hmm. All right, XAI means explainable AI. So when an, an agent or an AI, whatever, all right, takes a decision, that is not enough. He needs to tell me why he took that decision, all right, how okay. he came to all that right, decision. All right, all right, okay, all so right, all right. so that I, as a human, can trust that yeah. decision. Yeah. How cool is that? I mean, you Very are cool. giving you are giving <laughs> us a glimpse to the future, yes, yes, yes. Um, which is uh, so. Is it present or is it? it it's is in the works. It's, it's present already. Be- because it's happening. remember, right. one one of the problems of agents is mm-hmm. that um, you know, first of all, they had the language barrier. No. All right. Yeah. A, a of com- course. A computer couldn't talk our language. Of course. Now with technologies like ChatGPT, we have these advanced chatbots that. You know, you can, can understand easily and cool. And this leads us to what you asked me before, the hallucination. Uh-huh. And that is the problem we have today. Right. Because I can't have my agent hallucinating with me. Imagine of course. you sent him to book a holiday. <laughs> you think that he booked everything and he booked nothing. Okay, you can't have that. So so at the moment, a lot of research, and I also have students as well, we're trying to build sort of this logical layer on top of the agent so mm-hmm. that whatever they tell us can be verified um, and validated in, in, a, in, a, in a proper way. I know what hallucination is. I got to know lately, to be honest. Um, can you explain further what a hallucination is? Okay, so so hallucination is a funny word um, because um, technically um, all the output of a large language model is a hallucination. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know everything is hallucination for for these models. Um, let me give you an example of of how how they work. 
okay, so that we understand what's happening. So before, when we had the example of the Russians and the English text, no, yeah. it was just a translation. So we have Russian text as input, it went into this AI, right, and it produced English text, uh -huh. okay? Now, the current models which we have today work on a similar approach, okay? So we have a text as input, so I don't know, I, wa I want an image of a, of a car, okay? It goes into the AI, and these, these AI are called transformers. Right. Why? Because they transform from one language to another, practically, uh -huh. Uh -huh. okay? And it generates an image, a text, a video, whatever, okay? Now, when the output is good, we do not realize that, you know, that was just a hallucination, because this AI has no logical part. It is not thinking uh -huh. All no, right. what the answer should be. Yeah. But when the answer is, is incorrect, we say it's a hallucination, okay? Let me give you a very simple example that everyone will understand. Imagine I, 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 I tell the AI, um, I want you to give me the answer of two plus two. Mm -hmm. No, the AI might give me five, six, mm -hmm. seven. It doesn't know, it has no way of knowing that of that course. is incorrect. Of course, we know because we know the proper value kind of thing. Yeah. But isn't there something kind of to, how do you say it, to match? Kind of, listen, no. two plus two equals four. This is correct. No, because equals five is not. But we know that two plus two equals four because we can work it out. Yes. No? Uh -huh. So we can work it out logically. We understand the number. Of course, they don't that, do that. They don't do that. Of course, of course, of course. Okay. It's all about the data. That's where the hallucination comes. So mm, when, when, the, when the transformer was trained, it gathered loads of documents. This 100 trillion, I'm telling you, pieces of data. And probably somewhere there, there is a two plus two. And probably it's telling us that, listen, the two plus two is probably a four. Right. And it, it manages to make that link. Okay. I have a good feeling that some of our viewers or mm. whoever is listening on Spotify, YouTube, watching on YouTube or Apple Podcasts might have some peace of mind hearing this. You know where okay. I'm going? Because uh, people are afraid that, oh, uh, us humans won't be needed anymore. AI will take over and all this stuff. But you are saying that AI um, can't work things such as two plus two equals four and no, it's good. It can work it out, but but because it Today. existed. Today. Today. All right. All Today, right. all right. Uh. And and uh, I'm not talking about all AI, okay? Uh -huh. Because of course, you know, there are models that, that are capable of doing this logically. Yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about this particular um, kind of AI, which we call generative AI. All right. And transformers right. like ChatGPT are mm -hmm. generative AI. Mm -hmm. So today, these transformers are don't, are not, are, don't manage to do this logical inference. Yes. Okay, to think sort of yes. like us, yes. right? But there's a lot of research, I can tell you, even from our end, that we're trying to, 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 to build this layer on top of them. How interesting. And once we've mentioned now the fear of people, people fear AI, people feared computers way before also, and other stuff. Yes. I think people fear change and technology overall. Exactly. Yes. Uh, now, obviously, both, uh, both of us love technology, so we can keep on going, uh, exciting ourselves about AI forever. Yeah. But whoever is skeptical there, um, uh, yeah, what's the truth? What's, what's coming up? Okay, so the truth is that um, in the coming years, we'll, pr we'll pass through a lot of changes. I think I dare say that this would be akin to the Industrial Revolution that happened more than 100 years ago. Makes no? sense. It was a massive change. Mm -hmm. No, People started having access to technology. It changed the world upside down. And probably the same will happen now. 
Now, the problem, as, as you said, um, Matthew, is that people are not prepared because, you know, change is change. Not yeah. everyone is yeah. happy with, yeah. with, of with change. And uh, if we have to be honest, some people will hurt with this change as well. Mm -hmm. No, so that is why I always advocate that now is the right time to start preparing for this change. All right. Because it's not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when it yeah. happens. And from what we're seeing, things are accelerating quite a lot. Okay. Before you mentioned the World Economic Forum, mm -hmm. and I'll mention two statistics from the World Economic Forum. In 2020, when they published the Future of Jobs report, um, they estimated that AI will, uh, will displace around 83 million jobs worldwide, but it will create 96 million new jobs. Mm, now, these new jobs are jobs which probably have no idea what they are. They, they right. still need yeah. to be Makes invented. Makes okay? sense. Last year, um, and remember, last year was after the COVID, um, with the wars going on, no, um, with problem with, with trade, um, issues um, also because of ChatGPT. Electronic supply. Exactly. Um, so, so, they're, they're, so they decided to, to redo the survey last year. And last year, the predictions came that uh, by 2027, AI will displace around 83 million jobs. So we're pretty much there. But it will create 65 million new jobs. All right. So there's a drop there, yeah. a drop of around almost 30 million uh -huh. jobs. Uh -huh. And the drop now is coming because these new technologies like Gen AI, okay, like ChatGPT, all right, are now taking over um, human jobs. Mm -hmm. So jobs mm -hmm. which before mm -hmm. we thought, listen, these are safe jobs, you know, the humans they will can't keep be on doing. kind of thing. Exactly. So, so now we're seeing this shift. Okay. And that is why I said before, listen, guys, you need to start preparing for from now. Because this is the world we're living in. Mm -hmm. Earlier last year as well, I, I, I interviewed um, uh, a banker, a financial banker from Toronto in Canada. And he told me something which, which you know, struck with me. And he told me, listen, I do not employ juniors anymore. And I told him, why? He told me, why should I? When I can get an AI, which and does the job. the basic stuff. Exactly. For cheaper, probably better. Interesting. And I don't need a junior. So, so, so you know, we're seeing this dynamic changing. But then the tricky part is how will that junior get to... Senior. Yeah, become a senior. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's exactly. exactly. That was exactly my thought. Um, uh, so, so, so I think we need to, you know, reinvent things, mm -hmm. no? Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and it's not just about the workers of today, but maybe we do not give enough weight as well to the workers of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so what I'm saying is, listen, we need to change down there the, the educational system. Because we can't keep on teaching our 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 children with the you know the factory model uh, which Definitely. we had before. I we, totally we, agree. We need to get the full potential of each and every child. And you know what's ironic about all this? Mm -hmm. So on one end, we're seeing that there are a number of people that uh, whose job might be endangered in the coming years. But the irony is that by 2030, the world will have a shortage of 80 million professionals. And in AI, most probably also. Professionals uh, overall, 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 but, but overall, mainly in technology. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so let's not call it AI, no? right. okay. but, but, but let's say yes. in, in different aspects of technology. Makes sense. Because technology will become so widespread that we need this, this expertise. And let me give you a concrete example. This is something I've been following since 2017. Mm -hmm. So back then I was noticing that in the Far East, 
okay? There were um, um, factories called dark factories or light, lights out manufacturing. Mm -hmm. now, now, the title is a hint, no? Um, lights out manufacturing. They don't use lights Without in these light, factories. Yeah, Why? Because there are no people. It's just robots. Yeah, all right. So you don't oh. need, you don't you need, don't need light lighting right. over there. <laughs> and uh, last year, I got to know that in Malta, the, the, the first factory opened. Okay? Now, think about the big shift which this factory will do. Before, if I was, I don't know, into education or whatever, I, I would hope for a factory job, no? Mm -hmm. So I would go there and work at the factory, so it would be low-skilled, uh, probably low-paid as well, yeah. no? And I'd spend my time over there. Now, with these factories and automations, you won't have these jobs anymore, so these are finished, okay? So... But, on the other hand, these robots need maintenance. Of course, So this engineers. company... In Malta needs 120 engineers, which mm. is a very big number. Wow. Um, uh, so you can imagine wow. that there's this shift from low-skilled, low-paid to high-skilled, high-paid. And that is why by 2030 we'll have a deficiency of specialized yeah. individuals. And that will be a big problem which the world will face as well. So we need as many specialized individuals yes. as possible yes. soon. Yes. Long story short. So yes. uh, <laughs> the people who shall be afraid most for now the most urgent kind of thing are the low-skilled workers kind of thing because I, that I, I think it will be a mix I, I um, we can't say that okay like in the example I gave you before I think that a lot of junior jobs irrespective of where they are yeah. will, will start right. disappearing okay because I can give you case studies of of anything for example law mm -hmm. who would think that law would be one of them of course um a few years back i saw a case study of this ai program called logics mm -hmm. okay so they gave him a number of contracts they were non-disclosure agreements okay and they gave the same contracts to to top uh, new york uh, lawyers okay and they asked them to review them and come up with uh, with, with with the errors or suggestions whatever now the top corporate lawyers Okay, um, took one and a half hours to go through these documents and achieve 94% um, accuracy. The AI took 26 seconds and achieved 95% accuracy. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you see, the technology mm -hmm. is seeping in practically all applications. Um, and it's only a matter of fact, I think, until people discover it. Because mm -hmm. what I'm noticing is that, you know, people might have heard about it, but they haven't actually discovered today yeah. um so, so i think once they do discover it um we'll see massive changes even like last year you know i've been having a lot of discussions with teachers no in fact i was going to mention education <laughs> why? because it looks like a super but you know why topic. because a lot of students are yeah. now using chat yeah. of course so of course so you know they, they, they have a big problem of course um but but one of the issues as well was that teachers were not aware about the potential of these tools mm -hmm. And when I was showing them sort of how to use it and how to use it effectively, because that's another issue, people need training as yeah. well to use them well, they realized that, you know, a job which would take them hours every week is now reduced to a few minutes. So, so the amount of productivity which, which everyone will gain with this technology mm -hmm. is massive. I read a study by the MIT, and it was recently as well um, confirmed by Microsoft, is that these tools those like ChatGPT, etc., they can increase your productivity by 40%. Just really, well, no, no. It's, it's not a job 40%. I mean, if you see the AI as an, an, an enabler kind of thing, it can power humans. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I think, uh, me being positive and optimistic, um, I'm very positive that AI will solve much of our climate change problems. Can, be, can it be the case? I know it's a statement. <laughs> 
Who knows? Um, uh, it can definitely help us to, you know, reason, analyze different data. Um, so I'm sure it will have a big um, uh, sort of uh, say in, in something yeah. like that. No, don't forget, Matthew, that um, uh, recently, you know, when there was the pandemic, the vaccine was found with AI. That's it. Very, in a short period. In a short, very short period. Which so, was so super essential. What it can do is, you know, it can reduce um, uh, the decision making mm-hmm. process. And of course, making it better because it can analyze so much more information than in such a short time. That's why I'm hopeful about yes. that. I mean, because if not that, if it's not that, we're but, we're kind but, of but, a bit. But remember, drunk. if we go to climate change, we have to take bold decisions as well. Yeah, I mean. for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, you mentioned education, and I want to uh, expand a bit more on that. So, my worry isn't myself, to be honest, on my job or whatever. It's not because I think I'm a hero, not at all. But my biggest worry now that I'm a father is my son. So what is the best advice you can give to uh, parents out there who want their children to be 100% or at least 80% prepared for all this change? Well, I I think as things stand today, um, the problem is that our educational system is not really preparing the children for these uh, technologies. some of them do, Jeffrey. I don't want to, to throw blanket statements, uh-huh. but you know, sometimes you're at the dependency of the teacher that's actually of teaching you. So if I'm a teacher that I'm confident with technology, most probably I'll be exposed quite a lot. If I'm not, then most probably I, yeah. I won't. Um, so I think the, the, the my advice would be to expose children to, to these technology as much as possible. I always say that unfortunately our system, and you know, thank God at the moment there's a, a reform going on, a discussion yeah. going on. So so I'm hopeful that things go Which for the better, yes. But, but unfortunately so far our system is very much dependent on content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the wrong approach because today you open your mobile device and you you have any content you want. Exactly. So I think it's more important to focus on things like problem solving, critical thinking, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. analysis. Um, For example, a big problem which we'll have in the the near future, even this year, is the, the, I like to call the tsunami of fake news. Yeah. Um, So people need to read a piece of information and decide whether that information is good or not. How good? Have an opinion, no? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I don't think we're teaching our children enough these things. So what I suggest is expose your, your kids to anything. No, no, it's not just about AI. Yeah. But I, what I really would love to see is that I, I, I saw the seed of curiosity in children. Okay. And, and you know, children are naturally curious. Of course. But sometimes, we, 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 as I like to say, we, we place them in a box, mm-hmm. no, and expect them to fit in that yeah. box. And it, that's it. That's your yeah. It doesn't work like that. We, we need to encourage that curiosity and help them look for, look, look for well, more. I, I just love the statement that you've just made. And imagine keeping that curiosity of a child when you grow up, because yeah. usually then we grow up and um, uh, bye-bye curiosity. That's my problem. Uh-huh. I, I get into so many things that, that sometimes I get overwhelmed with it's that. True. But, but, it's true. But, but it's a nice thing about what I do as well, because, you know, 
I have project, projects in health, I have projects in industry, I have projects in, in transport, I have projects in education. Um, and that's because I am a curious person of by course. nature. And I think everybody should be like that. No, because if we want to solve, um, and this is not my, my quote, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting someone else. But if we want to solve the problems of tomorrow, we cannot do that with the thinking of today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, I like this fact that, yeah, that's the advice to uh, get your kids as curious as possible and let them let them roam around, touch things, break things, try again, fail. And, 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 and another thing is that tomorrow will be very different than today. Yeah. And even for somebody like myself, who, you know, I'm always reading about tomorrow, mm -hmm. it's hard to imagine what, what it will be. I mean, let me give you just one statistic. This is a statistic by LinkedIn, okay? They estimate that by 2030, all right, 65% of the skills, all right, so we're saying two thirds of the skills that will be needed back then are totally different than what we have today, that what all we're right. teaching today. And some of them, you know, are maybe things which we don't even know about. So, so imagine what kind of world we'll be living in. So how can we advise them or help them? We can obviously give human, um, uh, human advice, but, but yeah, on that technological level, who knows? Like what happened with our grandparents. Exactly. And then us working in yes, um, yes. programming yes. and smartphone apps and stuff, you know, the iPhone changed and, and, the whole and world. And the thing is, as I see it today, things are accelerating even more. Yeah. So that is why it's important, you know, mm -hmm. be curious and keep on looking for new things. So they can eventually take their own decisions, hopefully make the right decisions. Sometimes yeah. not, no problem. But yeah, Part critical thinking yes. is yes. your answer. Yeah. I love that. Thank you very much, Alexei. Um, uh, yeah, um, some other questions I asked my audience, mm -hmm. which is a small audience for now, we've just started, um, if they have any questions on AI. And one of them, Ed, who is a photographer, told me, can you ask him specifically, <laughs> specifically, <Okay>. specifically. <laughs> how are videographers and photographers going to be affected by this? Okay. I think you should look for a job. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, no, ciao. No, ciao. <laughs> no, but joking apart, um, uh, you know, we've already seen a lot of change in the past year. I mean, with generative AI, we're already at a stage where you know, you have a, an image and you want to modify it or create an image totally from scratch um, and it will be created by AI. Mm -hmm. Now, as you know, no, these images are impressive. I mean, of um, some of them are photo quality. Sometimes I, I, I also write in the prompt um, award winning images and, yeah. you know, the, the output is amazing. Yeah? So, so we'll see more on that. And remember, yeah. we're just at the beginning. Uh -huh. So imagine the, the quality, uh, etc. So that is one thing. Um, the second thing is I predict that, you know, in probably this year we'll be moving towards video. Yeah. So video will also have similar technology. So, you know, I type a text and uh, I, I get my video. There are already tools, by the way, that, that do that, but they do it for a few seconds at the moment. But I'm sure we'll see it for, you know, much, much longer than that and better quality than that. So long story short and, for, sorry, no, for eternity. And, and in fact, that's why, um, uh, you know, I had my doubts last year when there was the, the strike in Hollywood. Yeah. Because yeah. as you know, um, maybe just for the audience, um, there was a strike by the actors mm -hmm. and they said, listen, it's not fair that, you know, the, the production houses are scanning Scan our faces face. um, and then using them um, uh, with AI, of course, in the production. Um, as they want. As they want, as they want. 
But but remember, this has already been happening. I mean, if you take films like like Star Wars, no, um, the, the one of the main actors, uh, Princess Leila or, or General Leila, <laughs> then um, uh, actually died before the last movie, so mm -hmm. they had to insert her with AI. Mm -hmm. Now now, what's going to happen? And today you can already create virtual actors or actresses exactly how you want them to look. So you know, the scanning is only a temporary thing. Yeah. In a few months' time, you won't even need that because you create your own actors. Mm -hmm. um, but then think about the technology. Together, together with the rigging and placing the actors in exactly the position you want, you can practically make a movie without actors now. Okay? Now, where this... Which is cost-effective, let's see. Of course, of course. <laughs> but not only that. I mean, uh -huh. think about how entertainment will change, no? The... So imagine, um, I am watching Indiana Jones, and, you know, I always wanted to be Indiana Jones. So I, today, I can take my, my face, no, and put it on, on Harrison Ford. Oh. Not exactly the same, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, possible. I'll be there. I'll be Indiana Jones, no? Interesting. More than that, um, if you take, I don't know, Games of Thrones, no? And there was a lot of um, um, criticism about the ending. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I Being I too dark. Yeah, and then the storyline, I think, yeah. you know, because yeah. it wasn't actually written before uh, yeah. they filmed it. Um, I can actually change the ending. I mean, what's keeping me from asking AI generate a new ending which ends like this? I think sometimes, I mean, I'm going to contradict myself. Sometimes okay. you just, I was going to say that sometimes you just want to sit. And surprise yourself, kind of thing. Whatever the ending is, maybe the fact that the ending was bad, that's part of it, you know? I yes, want to yes, talk yes, about yes. it and stuff. Yes. I don't. I, I can't imagine a world where everything is so perfect. It, course, that must be really boring. So we want to talk about these bad, end, bad endings. But AI can give us that too, to be honest. It will surprise us also. Yes, exactly. exactly. So, yeah, I'm more, I think... So, 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 so that's the thing. Now, of course, um, Ed, no? Um, Ed might tell us, but, but, you know, it's true what you're saying. But, but even today, when you write the prompt, no, it doesn't come exactly how I, in fact, how I want it. In fact, no? it gives you three versions, at least, that yes. you choose the best one, and you might not like one of them. But, but try again. you're a professional in this field, no? Of course. So before taking the shoot or whatever, probably you have it in your mind. Yep. Yes? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the next step would be to read it from your mind. That's true. That's true. Okay. I think it will challenge us in and this way. We're yeah. already doing that. Mm -hmm. So last year there was um, uh, a study where actually they managed to reconstruct thoughts using an, an fMRI, which is these big machines they use in hospitals. Yeah. So they actually um, read the, 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 the scans of the, of the brain and they reconstructed the thought visually. Mm -hmm. So if I'm thinking of a fish, the AI gave me the image of a fish. Mm -hmm. okay? Wow. Even at our university. Without speaking, Without just, speaking the thought. just the thought. Just so the thought. So the, yes. the machine recognized a pattern and that yes. pattern means yes. fish, yes. let's say. Yes. All right, okay. And that's using these new technologies, the transformers I mentioned before. Even at our universities, I have two students at the moment. We're trying to use EEG. So, you know, those heads uh -huh. with wires. Uh -huh. We're feeding that into an AI. <laughs> and the AI will give us the word that the person is thinking. Now, of course, you might tell me why you're doing that. Because you want to, 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 to see what, what Matthew's thinking. No, it's not that the case. But because um, there, there are quite a number of people who are paralyzed. But, but you know, inside. Ah, they're, I see. All right. It's working. They're thinking 100%. And they want to communicate. Exactly. And they're super frustrated because they can't. Oh. So we are hoping to wow. give these people wow. a voice. Um, right. uh, so, so that is where things are, are moving towards. To. Amazing. Um, this is the amazing stuff where... You know, a human is a whole powerful yes, 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 yes. human now. I mean, and, and, and probably you understand why I enjoy my job. <laughs> of course, of course, because 
you are giving value. In, fa- in fact, Matt, if I, if I can sort of share, you know, that's also how it started. No, mm-hmm. I was always into computing, but why AI? Well, the, the simple reason is that I really like science fiction, you know, and when you look at these movies, you say, can I do that? Yeah, of course. Maybe I can't do it exactly, but, but you know, somewhere close I can. So and, curiosity yeah, got yeah, you yeah, here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's impressive. It's impressive. I still think that some people out there will think that uh, AI will be the end of the world, etc., etc. But no, no, no. let's say that's the case. Let's say that's the case just for the fun of it. All right? Not for now. <laughs> not for now. And well, let's say that's the case for the fun of it yeah. only. Um, because... This leads to the next question. Okay. Let's say the end of the world is coming. Might as well make some money out of it. So my question is, if you want it, if you want to invest in AI, in what shall you invest? Um, Ara, first of all, you need to be very careful, okay? Because today everything is AI, okay? Um, so, you know, if I sell mugs, I will tell you that this mug is an AI mm-hmm, mug. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very careful. There's a lot of noise. Um, I remember a few years back, uh, the EU made uh, a, a survey with, with AI startups mm-hmm. in the EU, okay? 40% had no AI. No. These are AI startups. It was okay? just... Yes, yes. So, you know, people try to ride the wave, no? And they it's say, true. oh, it's, it's AI. It's true. So you have to be very careful uh, whether it's AI or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is that I would go for technologies which are on the rise. So generative AI, these sort of gen, gen AI technologies. Yeah. I, yeah. I think um, they're here to stay, even though, um, as I maybe hinted before, you know, they're not the ultimate thing. All right. All right. Um, All right. For the reason I told you, you know, this like the logical part. Yeah. And there's a lot of, of research going on in that direction. So we might meet up next year and I tell uh-huh. you, listen, today there's this new technology uh, which is taking over. And what about the big tech like uh, Amazon, Definitely. Um, Microsoft, uh, Apple? Um, I would at this stage, now now here I'm a little biased, okay? Yeah. No, but um, no, two companies which I would definitely follow really are, are Microsoft, um, because I think how they are capitalizing mm-hmm. on, on AI, especially with Copilot, mm-hmm. I think they're doing a good job. And I estimate that, you know, probably by next year, most people who use Office would use Copilot. Yeah, because yeah. Because it's, it's such a good tool. Um, I mean, good tool, I, I'm, I'm not promoting it, okay? Sure. But I'm saying that, you know, it gives you so much savings in time and productivity yeah. that everybody will. It might be the first step towards you using AI out there, right? Yes, yes, kind yes, of yes, thing. yes, 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 yes. Rather than ChatGPT together it. with. But, but Copilot uses the technology of ChatGPT, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So if I'm writing a document, uh, it's helping me. If it's a presentation, it gives me the text and the photos. All right. If it's uh, Excel, you know, it's calculating things for me. Yeah. So, so, so it, it's might as well it's just use Copilot yeah, rather yeah, than ChatGPT exactly. itself. So, so I think that's what, that's what will happen. The second one is, is probably Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, now here, I'm a big fan of Apple, all right? I am but, also, so <laughs> mind our bias. <laughs> but, but um, you know, what's been happening in the past years is that um, people have been saying that Apple has been losing the race especially with AI, because um, it's true, they, they haven't done much when it comes to AI. But when you see their, their latest gadget, the Apple Vision Pro, mm-hmm. I mean, that ushers Something a else. new dimension, yeah. right? Because that ushers the world of the metaverse. Now, now unfortunately, you know, meta, um, they started really well with it, but, but they, they, you know, um, 
they ruined it unfortunately in this idea of the metaverse because they didn't reach the standards mm -hmm. but apple is now reaching that standards which we need for the metaverse we're still far away mind you of course okay? but, but, but you know it's it, making some noise finally yes and, and and one of the things that people don't realize is that the um the vision pro and there are others but you know that is the yeah, highest yeah. quality at the yeah. moment the vision pro offers mixed reality mm -hmm. so what this means is that essentially i have this mug but i can have all also um, virtual objects here and i can interact between the physical object and the virtual, the virtual. object yeah okay Makes now, sense. that opens a lot of possibilities mm -hmm. i don't know i'm walking down republic street i look at a shop and suddenly the ai pops up what i like inside that shop without going in that shop maybe i don't know my agents will discuss with the shop agent and even give me a discount yeah. because i'm a loyal yeah. customer of that shop uh -huh. so these new possibilities are, are massive uh -huh. and uh, today we're not realizing what this will, will will open now of course you know going around with a with a headset is not comfortable we've of seen course, people but but, but for but now that's the technology at yes, the moment yes yes exactly I mean, our first podcast here was on Meta Ray-Ban smart glasses. I yeah. don't know if it doesn't, definitely doesn't have the technology of the Apple Vision Pro, but it gives a real glimpse of this AI exactly. mixed reality thing, you know? So, so what I think will happen is that, you know, these the things like the Vision Pro will keep on getting smaller, smaller and smaller exactly. until they become glasses like yours. Right? And when I think when it becomes glasses like yours, everybody will adopt them. So like we'll we have, have adoption. Yeah. So, and I, I go forward and predict that, you know, probably when they reach that level, mm -hmm. they will become the, the, the phone killer. Mm -hmm. We will not use mm -hmm. any phone That's anymore. True. We'll That's have true. classes and we'll use those classes. Yeah. But that's just the first phase because then the second phase would be contact lenses. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, I haven't thought about that glasses. actually. And the third it's phase true. would be brain-computer inter interfacing. So reading directly from the brain. Which Elon Musk is already... Uh -huh, kind but, of but, but the thing is it? that he, um, his approach is, is an invasive approach. You need to mm -hmm. undergo surgery. Mm -hmm. Here I'm saying without even... Ah, ah I see. All right. Okay. Contactless. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Makes sense. Alexei, we can keep on going. <laughs> You've said so many interesting stuff today. Um, um, I think you changed the perception of a lot of people and not as such the opinion. But at least we got to know more about AI without me asking you What's AI? Because I think you've answered that question so many times. All right. But the, the, the greatest thing I heard about it and the best explanation is when you actually gave the example of the World War and how it actually originated and started off. Because even though I know I knew about uh, the Enigma machine and there was a film about yes. it, forgot its name for, the, for a while. Imitation. Yeah. Um, even though I knew about that, but I didn't realize that AI emerged from that yeah so yeah um while you can get afraid and uh, you know uh, have your own doubts about it remember that it can do a lot of also you know good good things to to humanity prof alexei thank you again thank you very much, very much for coming here see you next thursday